This is a crowd podcast. Tonight is going to be absolute fuckery. Can you just tell? <laughs> Welcome to Go Love Yourself, the podcast where we're all trying to love ourselves a little bit more. It's just like Santa at Disney having sex. Wow, there's an image I didn't want to have. Yeah. Thank you. We've commenced ho season, and I would like to do ho season well. Laura Adlington, I've got something quite serious to talk to you about. So you shared something on your stories recently that like really upset oh, me. And okay. it was the fact that you were really devastated that Bounty's no longer in celebrations anymore because you think Bounty's the best. And I was just like, I don't like I don't know anymore. Like, oh God, you actually like, had I me going then. I was like, oh fuck, oh, I'm in trouble. How, how are we friends? I don't know. How, how do we're you friends. like bounties that much that you're devastated that they've gone? It's rejoiced. I was devastated. No, the world has great. rejoiced. Bounties are brilliant. All right, they're not the best one of the box. I'll, I will give you that. Right? They're not the best one in the tub. However, how the f- could you get rid of that one over the Milky Way? So that's also what upset me because I love oh, here the we Milky go. Way. They're just boring. It might as well be called beige. Like, they're just bland. They're just nothing. Air pie and I walk round. It's just... <laughs> literally air pie that's what it is i can just tell what your dms were like on instagram that day if people feel so passionate about it which is why (laughs) honestly it's such a good pr stuff from from celebration so good and it's only in limited edition boxes and stuff like that but it's absolutely brilliant it got us talking and then it also gets us talking about christmas in general which you know is just like my favorite subject of all time and here's yeah there's the sigh ladies and gentlemen but it does mean that Christmas chocolate's here, Laura, and I know it how does. you feel about that. Do you know there are things I like about Christmas? There are I like Christmas lights. Um, I like Christmas pajamas, and she says with a massive tub of roses I in know, front of her. Good. I like Christmas chocolate and all the Christmas food, like the cheese, the Baileys, the pate. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. I have to say though, roses is the worst like tub, isn't it? Don't you think of all of them? Celebrations is number one, then Quality Street, then roses. Yeah. Have we just yeah. agreed on something? I think we might have agreed on something. Oh my God. Now I've found someone in my life that likes the bounties. I'm going to bring you a little like plastic yes. bag full of the bounties that never get eaten by anyone ever. And they're coming to your house. I knew we were friends for a reason. Thank oh you. That has, <laughs> that has brightened my day. I look forward to that. <laughs> and uh, also, I mean, all jokes aside, Laura, it is now halfway through November. So am I allowed to... Talk about Christmas decorations. No, no. (laughs) Honestly, I just want to wake up and it's over. Is that really bad? Yes. (laughs) No, it's not. There are so many people that are the same as you, but there's going to be a ton of people out there like me. I am happy for people that are happy with it. Like, I think it's really lovely and I kind of wish I was one of those people. Maybe if I had kids or my family wasn't fucking mental. (laughs) Maybe. I would look forward to it I actually think that kids would hinder it because I've got my Christmas decorations and I honestly, the thought of having a child in this flat when there's all my Christmas tree decorations, all my nutcrackers on the fireplace. No. (laughs) I don't think we can have one because of Buddy because I think he would just go, he just eats everything, he cheats everything. So honestly, I don't even think we'll bother this year. You're not going to have a tree? Nah, just call me Ebenezer. I feel like I'm going to kind of go like, I'm going to do something funny. Like I'm going to have one bauble that says like, 
like this is the extent of my Christmas decorations <laughs> you totally do or just that. like bar humbug totally on it that. and that's it I think that'll be quite funny won't it so you know you get those like Christmas tree de- like decorations like those like wire decorations that are in the shape of a tree and you can just get some of those like Christmas tree chocolates and just hang them off that little wire thing and then it's like ta-da too much effort mate no she doesn't want she just wants the Christmas too tree de- chocolate anyway <laughs> when is your tree growing up I know because you know you want to talk about it because you're really excited so go on then tell everyone it's, it's really because last year was my first Christmas I had in a house that was mine and so I was able to have the Christmas tree that I've always wanted and I know it's really like I love Christmas obviously and I have saved Christmas decorations for like 15 years of like places I've gone to and people have given me special ones and stuff so I was able to fill my whole Christmas tree with that so it's really nice and I've got a lovely fireplace so I'm not gonna lie It'll be up before December. I'm happy for you. I think Thank that's you. wonderful. And I'll come round at some point and I'll admire it and you I'll should. fake No, I won't fake happiness. I'll be happy that you're happy. <laughs> God, I love you so much. This makes you sound like you're really grumpy and you're I know, absolutely not. I know. And it's just purely the the contrast of me at Christmas is just it's just like Santa at Disney having sex is what this wow this is. yeah there's it's a just, there's a image I didn't want to have thank you I feel like that leads us quite nicely onto today's topic which is being a sexy Santa bitch <laughs> <laughs> not really <laughs> similar though a huge thank you to today's patron sponsor Poppy Boucher Walker. We hear from your mum that you listen every week and are a big fan, which is amazing. We love to hear it. So thank you so much for your support and for helping the show continue. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you, Poppy, for supporting the podcast. And if you would like to support the show, you can head to patreon.com slash go love yourself, or you can search go love yourself in Apple podcasts. We can sponsor the show for as little as one pound a week to get ad free and early episodes and help keep the show going. Lauren, I feel like you are in your sexy bitch era. And can I just say how fantastic it is to see like that thirst trap video that you posted with the sam smith song i think i watched it about 18 times and i was like i need to turn it off this is probably getting a bit (laughs) blushing if you haven't seen it then you'd absolutely need to go and watch it um but the comments your comments you got were even more amazing than the video like lady do you see yourself how do you get anything done (laughs) and then we also had a a good god great goodness holy jesus christ followed by a damn you are a volcano of sexiness and then someone else put for free (laughs) which i think means that is your key to start an only fans i think it might be i think it might be and i did get a few messages about it but honestly i was I don't know what I was expecting. I was hoping for, honestly, like maybe five comments of really nice people just being like, hey, you look nice. What I wasn't expecting was like 300 thirsty bunch of bitches all up in my DMs and my comments. (laughs) But it was amazing. And it was obviously amazing in terms of just a bit of an ego rub. And I get that. But that's not, you know, the whole reason it was for. It was, I don't know, people appreciating a plus size girl owning her sexiness and that's what that was about and I feel like I have changed even so much from that moment which at the time of recording this was like two weeks ago so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today yeah I mean I I just think that's amazing and I just wanted to say like how proud I am of you it's like crazy to see like how far you've come I was going to say this year, but like even just in recent months, it's complete 
like gear change and it's been really beautiful to watch so i'm yeah i'm just really happy for you and i'm really proud of you i feel like we kind of sort of broadly represent two main groups of people though like now because like you're single and living your best life and i am married living mine (laughs) and i like i kind of feel like i i want some tips from you and i feel like lots of people listening will also want some tips from you on how to connect with our inner sexy bitches mm-hmm, um so mm-hmm. let's crack on with today's episode lauren what does being a sexy <laughs> bitch mean to you give us your best tips oh well this is it so uh, the, the the phrase has been coined because of our episode with scotty unfamous and it was the way she says sexy bitch and and she was like you're a sexy bitch and i was like yes i'm a sexy bitch i said while i was crying about the fact that i was so down about my body and feeling so unsexy and I lit and I, I listened back to the episode before we recorded this and I'm literally crying about being held prisoner in quotes by you know the extra few stone that I've gained and I was crying about it and I was like but no I want to be a sexy bitch so this we have reclaimed that title I'm no longer in tears and ladies and gentlemen we are in our sexy bitch era we're either calling it the sexy bitch era or the ho season and I'm I'm pleased to confirm it's happening oh I feel like because I'm married and I've been with Matt such a long time I just feel like I'm a bit like no I'm just quite happy with my my, Matt calls it my supermarket cardigan which I'm currently (laughs) wearing which is (laughs) goodbye lingerie hello supermarket cardigan granny panties no makeup and a pineapple on my head yeah but mate like no one's a sexy bitch 24-7 like 5% of the time I'll look like that the rest of the time I am also in my pyjamas with a pineapple on my head and no one's a sexy bitch 24-7. Even me in my sexy bitch era. I'm also sometimes a slobby bitch. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Like, I think sometimes we see people online or like just we just know people that just are like... I would never like class myself as like a sexy person even just say i literally want to be sick but some people just are but like you're right like we all have off days and down days and don't feel well and are poorly and we all poo and like we're all normal aren't we but also being a sexy bitch isn't all about having sex either it's about feeling that confidence you know in answer to your question that you probably asked 10 minutes ago and we went on a massive tangent what's a sexy bitch mean <laughs> it's literally whatever the fuck you want it to mean it's it's for me it's it's feeling confident in that you know, this is my body and that's fine. And I don't want to put my life on hold anymore because of it. And I had put my life on hold for years in loads of different aspects, but mainly in putting off being in a relationship, putting off dating, putting off having sex with guys because I was unhappy with my body and because I thought no one would find me attractive, no one would find me sexy. Nothing has happened in that period of time. My body hasn't changed in that period of time for having that conversation or thinking those things a few months ago, even us recording that episode with Scotty Unfamous. My body hasn't changed. I don't look different, but I feel different. And it all comes down to just, this is who you are. Get used to, as you are now, claiming your sexuality. If that's what you want to do, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. That's fine. But if you're putting your life on hold or you're feeling like you're being held prisoner, mm. that's not nice. And it's not a nice place to be How in. How did you get there? Like what has happened in that, space of time and like tell us all your secrets (laughs) (laughs) honestly yes happy to share and and as I said I was listening to our Scotty Unfamous episode before we recorded this today and listening to the bit about me crying and saying that I'm not dating at the minute and I don't want to date because no one will ever find me attractive and we recorded that episode three months ago less maybe less than three months ago and I now don't understand my thinking then anymore I don't understand why I thought that because 
all evidence to the fucking contrary. Do you know what I mean? And how I've done that is... I've taken all the advice that we give on this podcast. You know what I mean? This podcast for me has been revolutionary and it's great that it is for other people as well. But for Laura and I, it's really helping us. We get the free therapy. One of the best tips I got was uh, from Scotty as well. And she said, get used to seeing yourself in your current body in something that you think is sexy. Now, whatever that is, so that might be lingerie, that might be like a body, might be a baby doll, might be a sexy dress, might be something floaty, whatever it is, get used to seeing yourself in the body that you are now. I've bought some lingerie, not not really expenny stuff, just like quite, you know, cheap stuff. And I walk around the house in it and I take photos of myself in it and, I f- and I'm feeling myself and I'm, I'm posing at angles and I'm like, oh fuck, like that's... You know, my ass is like 25 times bigger than it was when I was a size 10. But oh my God, my ass is 20 times bigger and better than it was. When, do you know what I mean? And, and you get used to it and know your angles. And I couldn't, I couldn't recommend that more. You know, try and go one of those like Bluetooth clickers and do yourself a little photo shoot in your house in whatever it is that you feel sexy in. It doesn't have to be lingerie. It could be a dress or an outfit or I don't know, whatever it is. Get used to seeing yourself and feeling sensual and attractive and sexy as you are now because you are. You know, I've also been reading a lot of spicy books and watching more porn that's aimed at women. So it's not all about the male gaze. It's not all about male pleasure. So the books I'm reading are very much romance and spicy scenes that are written by women for women. And some are like the new like porn that I'm kind of looking at and adult stars that I'm following on TikTok and Twitter and stuff are very much about female pleasure and kind of redefining sex a little bit has been really good I think as well so you know now that I'm dating I'm very much like I know what I want kind of thing that's huge in itself isn't it because I think like even for our generation and only our parents generation and theirs it was all very much like you have sex make babies or you have sex for male pleasure and that's mm. it so the fact that you are now owning that and being like I know what I want and I'm I'm not going to settle for less I think that's huge. I really do. Just even just the advice that you were giving about like the lingerie, I still really struggle with like feeling like sexy and confident, all of that. And I must admit, I did that recently once. And did I, you? I, 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 yeah. And like, this was like probably a few months ago, like I think in the summer when I was a bit more tanned, which helps. But um, I really would recommend it. Like, even if you feel like, oh, that's not for me or you're cringing or whatever, I felt very imp- empowered afterwards. Did it kind of go better than you thought it would? Did you feel better yeah. than you thought you would? Yeah. And I, I still like, I took pictures with like no intention. I, I don't think anyway, <laughs> posted them. Like, they'll never see the light of day. <laughs> But even like, I don't like my stomach. That is like my biggest, I think, insecurity. And even though these pictures were just for me, I I put like a white shirt over my lingerie. So it's beautiful set. It's like black with like these really lovely embroidered flowers on. And then I just put like a white shirt over it as if I was actually doing like a boudoir shoot sort of thing. And I just took some selfies in the mirror. And then I was like, oh, I don't, I don't hate them. Like I'll never do anything with them. But yeah, even just that. And it just made me feel like, empowered so yeah whether you're in like next to nothing like latex or whatever like you said it's about what makes you feel confident isn't it and that could be like primark knickers you know that are like up to your tits so that could be absolutely nothing or your birthday suit 
or it could be something else like there's something for everyone though isn't there definitely yeah for sure and and I've been really careful with my language that I've used there in, and and it was actually what Scotty said in you know adorn yourself in what you think is sexy I'm not telling you to go out and buy lingerie with a thong that goes up your ass that's not comfortable I haven't bought that what I've bought is bras that fit me and they look sexy because they're you know nice colors and nice patterns and sometimes with like those sets online there's different options for the pant version so you can get a thong or a big pant i'm gonna go big pant because i'm mm. gonna feel more comfortable in that and confident so thongs just get lost as well like they yeah just- it's just owning it <laughs> take some photos if you'd like to send them to people if you want to fucking hell send them to me i'll give you some fire emojis in my dms although is that solicitation who knows but like <laughs> <laughs> but or you know send to your girl mates and stuff like i sent stacy the video of the sam smith video before i posted it and i was like mate I'm, i can't post this i can't feel sick everyone's gonna be like what the fuck are you doing she was like shut up you look excellent so sometimes you need like your hype girls there with you to to hype you up yeah definitely as we've said a lot of times on this podcast getting a bit older has helped I didn't feel like this when I was 28 and I was smaller than I am now and I remember having conversations with people saying oh yeah no I'm not going to date I'm probably going to date from next year and the reason I said from next year is because I'd planned to lose five stone didn't happen of course it didn't but I stopped dating and then it just that just kind of carried on for years and it's just so silly thinking about it now and I I regret it so deeply because I think I've missed out on an awful lot of stuff because of it and I have but now I am out of that and I'm ready to have all the experiences that I've missed we've commenced ho season and I would like to do ho season well so. <laughs> I'm so happy you found that confidence because I was like I was telling you until you're blue in the face and I think you just weren't really like hearing it like you're absolutely worthy of this whether it's hoe season or love just as you are like and you don't see what everyone else sees but even like looks aside you are worthy and deserving of love or fantastic sex whatever you look like it's not easy I think also that's you know something to really acknowledge is that it isn't easy especially if you are starting from a place where of like you don't feel sexy or confident or desirable like it's really really hard to move on from that isn't it it's so hard and that's the thing and I'm sitting here being like oh you know do this do this and I sound really positive about it and I am now but I've also spent at least the last two and a half years being unbelievably unhappy about my body and even longer than that you know and I say this and I know that I have certain amounts of privilege when it comes to you know the way I look at my body as well and I felt so unattractive so unappealing I was like no one will ever find me attractive no one's gonna find the stretch marks on my hips and my belly and my thighs attractive and really did put my life on hold for a long time and I'm now just done with that and it takes a lot to get there and even when your friends and your family are telling you until you're blue in the face know you're wonderful and you're lovely it's one of those things that you don't know it until you you know it it's time for a quick word from today's sponsor typology typology is a simple but really effective french skincare brand and we bloody love it don't we lauren we do and we all know how complicated skincare can be like this there's, there's just so much stuff which has got a bunch of ingredients in that don't do anything for your skin they even cause sensitivity issues which is sometimes my problem uh, but with typology you fill out this diagnostic test and you're basically told exactly what products should work for you um, and in all the products they only use the ingredients that enhance how effective it is 
is. So they never use fragrances to mask the smells, which if you've got sensitive skin like I do, you'll know what a huge win that is. Yeah, I've also got sensitive skin, so that is definitely a big win. Um, They actually did send us some goodies as well. We had an eyelash and eyebrow serum Mm -hmm. and uh, this beautiful botanical white rose serum, which honestly smells absolutely divine and we first of all can we just say how gorgeous the packaging is it's so cute maybe that sounds a little bit um shallow but i love like nice packaging it does make a difference yes and even the bottles they're like that this is the word i can't say i want to try apothecary shops is that did i say it right lauren no no apothecary apothecary thank you that one yeah they said they look like the ones out of those shops (laughs) they look really expensive and they're really high quality and it's priced really well too so if you'd like to try out typology and support the podcast while you're doing it you can go to uk.typology.com slash love yourself so that is uk.typology.com slash love yourself and you'll get a free lip and cheek balm worth 16 pounds when you check out hello i'm colson smith i'm jack p shepherd and i'm ben price we make up the sofa cinema club and we are back for a brand new series we've got one thing in common we love films but that's where our similarities end Each week we sit down together to watch one film and discuss what we loved, hated and rated. However, there is one thing that we can agree on, and that's that you should listen to Sofa Cinema Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us right now. We actually asked you guys on Instagram if you had any tips as well for feeling more sexy and confident and lots of you came back to us with some excellent suggestions one of which was burlesque and pole dancing i have seen a lot of people of all sizes do this and well as well because i always thought oh it's not for me like i wouldn't mind giving it a go but i was a bit scared to but i've seen loads of people like wrapping themselves around a pole with ease loving it having a great time Mm. so that's definitely one to look into another one was as you mentioned as well about taking sexy pictures one of our listener says that she took sexy pictures for herself as she gets older which i thought was a really interesting one because i think we do have a tendency don't we we always look back and go oh i look great then why did i hate myself and like matt always says this to me and it does it make we laugh about it but it does also make me sad it's like oh, i wish i was as fat now as i thought i was then there's that um line in Shit's creek where moira says if i have one regret is not taking enough pictures of myself when i was younger because i was take absolutely all the nude off. photos you can yeah because you <laughs> look back one day and think oh, i was a sexy bitch and the last suggestion we had and i love this one was forcing yourself to look in the mirror naked and then saying affirmations i remember really vividly there was an interview that emma thompson did and she was saying that one of the hardest things we as women can do is to look in the mirror either naked or nearly naked and not suck something in or twist a little bit or distort something or put a leg forward to just literally just stand there and accept who you are in the mirror Mm. without sucking anything in or moving anything around sounds really simple but i did i did do that and again i found myself completely subconsciously doing that sucking things in moving Mm. things around a little bit and i think actually yeah just doing that getting sort of comfortable with your body being friends with your body instead of being at war with it because life is too short too precious too fleeting to do that and i think the affirmations some people might think oh they're really cringe or whatever but they really do help like again nothing to do with your appearance like i'm worthy i'm kind i'm worthy of love i am all of the nice things that you can say to to yourself like be kind to yourself i I think that i think that's a brilliant way it's a lovely way to start the day as well if you have the time (laughs) and it's not about going 
oh, I just love it now. I love my body. You know, this, you know, for me, it's again, my belly is the thing that I'm most self-conscious about. I'm not going to ever look at it and go, yeah, love it. Just love it. I'm like, no, it, that's, it's there. I'm not going to change that. And it's learning to accept who you are. You don't have to love it every second of the day, but I don't, we don't want you to hate it either. You shouldn't, Laura hit the nail on the head. Like life is too short. And why do we want to be at war with our bodies? There's so much other more important stuff going on. There's so much more important things about you than wanting to suck in your tummy. Life is, please let me be evidence that life is just that little bit fucking easier when you accept your body the way that it is. I don't think my body's going to change a lot now and that's fine. You say it's easier, but I think actually it's easier to be negative about yourself. I think all of us could probably agree with that. Mm. And actually one of our listeners, Shelley, has asked, how do I stop the negative self-talk in my head? She says that she keeps going from confident to freaking out. Have you got any advice for her? Oh God, it's so hard. I think with all of these things, there is not just like a one size fits all tip. It's, you know, I don't know about you, Laura, but like for me, it's been things like surrounding myself with in all aspects of my life is really positive stuff about body image and things like that. And, and having really good conversations with friends, like the, you know, the things that we chat about, you are going to feel negative. And I think in those moments, take yourself out of it. Why am I, why am I saying this to myself? Do I deserve it? Have I done something wrong? Is there something wrong with being this? If, if you're, if you'll be negative about being in a bigger body, is there anything wrong with being in a bigger body? No. Did I kill someone? No. You don't deserve to talk so negatively to yourself and about yourself. Would you talk to your friend like that? No. So talking of confidence, we had a few questions about, you know, how to recognise that you need to work on your confidence. And Kim, one of our lovely listeners, Kim, hi Kim, said, I thought I liked being dominated in bed, but I realised I actually just didn't have confidence. And that's so interesting and so common I imagine Mm, I think that's what it is as well and there's definitely you know without going into too much detail I would definitely say sort of being back in the game not on the game can we just be clear not on the the game game, but in the game (laughs) I'm enjoying I'm actually finding myself being a little bit more dominant and more forward because I feel more confident do you know what up until literally reading that question out I didn't realize that that's what's what's happening and maybe yeah before I was just like yeah just do whatever and you know I'll I'll be more submissive but now it's it's actually really empowering to be a bit more dominant and forward and confident in all aspects not just sex but in all aspects Mm. of it oh I think it is a mindset though isn't it like you said earlier it's not a one size fits all and I think just like baby steps so like if you're not used to being dominant in the bedroom like no one is saying like go in with full S&M and then being like right I've got a red room let's go and (laughs) do what I tell you like just just baby steps just say I'm gonna I'll just talk to your partner I'm gonna try this or I want to I want to do this and just just work your way up to it but mostly just be honest with yourself and treat yourself if that's what you want then you're not going to get it be honest be vocal and go get it Mm. someone else a listener has asked if you feel like you do all the time i think that's a really important question god no (laughs) does anyone (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you said that because like we have to be honest don't we like no one's gonna feel that all the time no and let me just be really clear this really has been in the last two months in all aspects still is this bullshit diet culture stuff which is telling me that I am not a sexy bitch. So it's constantly fighting against that all the time. And it's really tiring. And some days you just want to give up. Like like someone sent me something on Instagram recently that was gone viral about, and I can't, I can sort of remember it is, but I don't talk about it. And I felt, and I cried because it was just some guy being really fucking horrible about women in bigger bodies. And it made me feel like shit. But then, you know, you go to sleep and the next day you wake up and feel like, (laughs) oh, I don't really care what that disgusting boy thinks about women that look like me I'm just gonna crack on with my life 
Um, so no, definitely not. It is hard sometimes though. I saw um, very recently there was an article in the Daily Mail that was shared on Instagram. I don't read the Daily Mail, I just saw it shared. I was going to say, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it was the Strictly, former Strictly couple. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? So basically, his partner had put on weight because she'd had a baby. Not that she needs a, any kind of reason to put on weight, but she'd had a baby and basically her partner was saying, I've never liked him, by the way. I just always thought he looked like an absolute smug prick and he turned around and said that he feels like he feels like men can't be honest anymore but if they are really honest with themselves they will always prefer their wives women to be slim to be smaller and sorry but who does he think he is speaking on the whole of mankind (laughs) what upset me the most about that is that women Mm. like me like us will read that and go oh shit yeah do you know what like He's right. Like, I'm sure they all would. That's not true. There are plenty of men out there that aren't as vain and shallow and will actually love you for you. Or, or, or actually, do, they do like bigger women or curvy women. Just as some women like slim or very slim or very petite men. It's not, again, one size fits all. I fucking hate that. But I sometimes do feel like, and I'm going to be really honest with you, when you when we sort of said about it in this episode, I feel like when you talk about being plus size and sexy, it it makes me cringe a little bit because I think I always felt like I couldn't be, that it was a bit cringe to be. And so that is, and I don't have any, I don't, yeah, and I don't have any like encouraging, inspiring words to go, oh, I felt like that and now I don't. Because if I'm being honest, I think I'm still shaking off that kind of thought process and I don't like it. Like I don't, I recognise that that's not a nice thing to have. But I'm just being really honest. Why did you find it cringe? Because I don't feel sexy and I don't feel confident in my body. I think I have got to a place of that whole neutrality thinking of like, oh well, like that's my body and that's it. So for me to then go from like, oh well, like it doesn't, you know, it's just a body and like I don't love it, but it gets me through the day and whatever. To then go from that to, yeah, I, I feel sexy and fabulous and I look brilliant I just I can't do that that feels too big a step for me and I don't know if because that's because I'm married I don't know because I've put on weight or what no it's because it's a massive step like yeah I guess so <sighs> I'm just being really honest I think I just always associate like sexiness and like some a woman who is sexy as like a slimmer or like a hourglass person in really lovely lingerie whereas I just feel like I look like Mr Blobby in nice l- lingerie I never buy it. I never wear it because I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't like do anything really for me. I don't think, like I said, I did, I say that and I did that sheet with the bra, which was a nice bra, but it was just a bra. But I feel like, like it just makes me feel a bit cringe and I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, mate, you're not alone. I felt like that too. I really did. And I know that our situation is different and I do have, you know, an element of body privilege with that as well. So I think it's, you know, potentially easier, but Mate, slowly but fucking surely, you don't have to go from, you know, and we we both have days where we hate our bodies. Like, yeah, okay, we do a podcast about loving yourself, but don't get us wrong, guys. Like, sometimes... Sometimes we really fucking hate it and sometimes we cry about it and, you know, we both really still struggle with a lot of stuff. So, Laura, you're never going to go from feeling like that to, ta-da, cured, wonderful, I'm a sex bitch. If you, I mean, do you want, do you want that feeling? Because this is to women who want to feel that. Yeah. Want to feel sexy, want to feel desirable or attractive to yourself, not for anyone else, for yourself. Do you want that feeling? I think for me just at the moment, like it's not top of the priority list and I don't even think it's on the priority list. And so do you know do you know what I mean? I think that comes with being in a long term relationship, but 
as you were just talking then I found myself getting a bit like upset and I think it's because like, I think with like previous partners and stuff like I've I've never been made to feel sexy like I've never had anyone be like oh my god like I can't wait to do this and that to you I've never I've never been made to feel like that and that that makes me that makes me feel that's really sad. sad yeah no it's really fucking sad but let me be very blunt with you and with anyone else who's listening that's felt that way that is not a you problem you are a sexy fucking bitch if you when you wore that bright pink suit recently that is your color and you just like exude something and you are fucking hot and you don't know that and the fact that you've never been told that and all that kind of stuff babe do you want me sending you some sexy texts <laughs> now you're all right (laughs) but yeah let me assure you that that is not a you problem that is a them problem and damn girl there would be some people in this world that want to do some things to you that's the thing though in my head i'm like no there isn't no that no there wouldn't no i can assure you there is would i have said that four months ago no because you weren't in that headspace no no No. i know exactly how you feel because that's how i felt when everyone was like yeah no girl you know there'll be people that love you and i'm like no fuck off you don't understand you don't understand what i look like under these clothes and we've got the beauty standard and you and i don't look like that okay cool do you fancy the beauty standard guy because every time we've talked about you know celebrities that we fancy that i think are like fine you're like no don't fancy them so everyone's got a different type who they find attractive and let me tell you some dudes out there some women out there some people out there are gonna want to be all up in your business laura (laughs) because you're a sexy bitch and if you i would love to see you with a little bit more confidence and owning that but i get that it is a process yeah i do know that i'm not alone because we've had quite a few people message us to say that they're struggling with self-confidence and like feeling sexy becca one of our listeners said that she feels like she's pushing her husband away because she feels unsexy and unworthy of being adored confidence i think is the sexiest thing that you can you can wear and i think sounds like you need to little do a little bit of work on yourself maybe figure out what you want what is making you feel a little bit undesirable and baby steps is to kind of build that up and you know what like we're all faking it till we make it just try faking the confidence for a little bit if that helps and focus on you what makes you feel good and not just what you know your partner's thinking like focus on how you feel and not just how you look as well like I think that would be my advice not that i'm an expert obviously this is it we dish out the advice sometimes but we're not (laughs) always brilliant at taking it i i also feel like when you're in a long-term relationship again we're coming at this from such different angles as well because literally you are whole phase and i am married long term but i i do feel like there's also like a lot of pressure and expectation when you are married because you feel like oh how often is enough how often is like how many times do other people have it we were watching a film the other day and there was someone said oh, we haven't had, we've only had sex like two or three times this week and i was like this week and i was sitting there and like and it does things like that play on your mind don't compare like i think that is the real thing everyone's different there's no one right amount of times to have sex a week a month a year is there's no rules stop it everyone and we talked a little bit about this at the end of our episode with scotty about have the sex that you want as much as you want or as little as you want it, there's no God, I, might, I can only imagine the social pressure. And I said that having been in conversations with some of my friends who are married and they they also feel like the social pressure of, oh my God, like you don't have sex with your husband anymore. And it's like, well, no, fuck off. And what? Like, who the fuck cares externally? Don't feel the pressure. Just it's between you two. So I'd, I'd hate that anyone would feel that pressure from other people. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, we hope that some of that helped. I mean, like I say, we're not we're no experts. We're just being honest. But um, hopefully, some of that resonated with some of you. Yeah. And what's really interesting, like Louis said, we've both come at it from completely different situations. Which you know, which is why you know our vibes are different and our advice is different. And I think where I've come from is that I just wanted to like take this episode to kind of talk about. You know, if you go back and listen to some of the episodes where I'm talking about dating, I'm talking about my body or talking about, you know, not having sex and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's really fucking sad how I talk about myself. And and I honestly thought that was just forever. I thought I was never, ever going to feel confident because of this podcast, because of the community that we've built, because of the people that I follow on Instagram. Genuinely, it's changed my life. And I want nothing more than hopefully to inspire other people to feel the same, whether you're single, whether you're in a long-term relationship, whether you're doing whatever you're doing, doesn't matter. I just would like to be a little bit of hope for people if they want it, that, my God, I promise it gets better and it really is worth it. And just try all these things, just try if you want to and join me in my hoe phase or the sexy bitch era. <laughs> and as Scotty unfamous famously said to us, just remember that sexy is a vibe and it's not about how you look. Oh, Laura, have you heard about some uh, some Broadway theatre drums, right? So uh, this was all over TikTok a while ago and one of our lovely listeners, Kelsey, also sent this to us. Oh my gosh, girls, I've just listened to your episode with Carrie Hope Fletcher about sizeism in the West End. I'm in the US and there has been some drama around funny girl casting on Broadway. So it was the ridiculously fabulous Beanie Feldstein who originated the role in this particular run. She has been replaced by Leah Michelle. That comes with own drums. But Leah Michelle obviously being in a much smaller body. Now the issue with the drums comes in here when all of a sudden they're playing the same character but Leah Michelle's costume suddenly loses its sleeves. The hemlines are shorter, necklines are lower. It just feels like they covered up Beanie's body because she was bigger and they are showing off Leah's because it's more desirable because it's smaller. And I just think it's so sad. There was no need. If the character is about the character and the story and nothing changed other than the actor's nothing changed in the story so why on earth did the costume need to be that much bigger and longer for Beanie the irony as well is that the lead character in Funny Girl the whole sort of premise of the show is that she doesn't look like one of the like is it Zinefield's cover girl like she doesn't look a model but she's funny and she's witty and she has all of these other interesting things about her there was a lot of controversy I remember when Beanie got that role yeah because she wasn't that well known and because she was plus size say plus size like she's to be honest she's not really like she's just normal size you know like I, I can't take anything away from Leah Michelle she's a big name and she has got a lot of talent but you're right it, it is sad that I feel like Beanie also had a lot of talent but because she maybe doesn't have the look I don't think the ticket sold that well it's it's just sad and then the whole costume drama that's added on to that it's just it's just unnecessary, isn't it? There was something off about the whole thing, but, you know, just about yeah, the costume thing, there was no need for it. The only difference is the yeah. size of Beanie's body and that just screamed what it is and it's really fucking sad. And, yeah, you know, we, we recorded that episode with Carrie Hope Fletcher 
earlier this year and we're still not seeing more body representation across West End Broadway theatre in general and it's still really fucking sad I don't know if we will yeah it just doesn't feel very progressive it feels like we've just taken a step backwards and I don't love that on a slightly cheerier note, we had this lovely message on Instagram that I wanted to share with you from Cheryl. She says, greetings from Iceland. I am a 56 year old American woman who has struggled with weight and confidence issues my entire life. Fear has stopped me from doing many things in life. And then I started listening to your podcast. My husband turned 60 this year and all he wanted was to go to Iceland. One of the excursions was the Sky Lagoon, which included a seven-step ritual. Cold plunge, steam room, dry sauna, salt scrub, cool mist room, lagoon. This meant I had to wear a bathing suit for the first time in almost 20 (gasps) years. But I committed to the experience because of you. Your podcast, your stories gave me the courage to do something I would never normally have done. Oh my God. Exactly that is why we do it. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Remember, you can support the show and listen without ads by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or by joining our Patreon if you want to. You can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music. We will chat to you next week, but in the meantime, you can check out our Instagram at GoLoveYourselfPod and our Facebook group. You can search Go Love Yourself Community if you want a bit more Go Love Yourself in the week. We will see you then. Love you, bye! Network, a place where you belong. Hello, I'm La La La, let me explain. And this is, it's not you, it's them, but it might be you. I'm here to answer all your questions around love, relationships, sex, dating dilemmas, and anything else you throw my way. Join me three times a week as we work through the depths of this intimacy pool together. From Sony Music Entertainment, listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts.